When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Wednesday. Um, post, uh, post Powell Day, I guess is what you'd call it. Um, I think. I don't know. Uh, he killed the market yesterday, kind of like we had said he would. And what I wanted to do was take a look at. Um, we're gonna go take a look. This is a chart. I, I've been sitting here scanning spy and looking at some things. You can see I, I, I kind of did this, and we'll go over here. Uh, this is the actual chart, and I hope you can see it. Let's see. Yeah, on Facebook. I will post the link to this. You can link to this uh, in the show notes. But what I did was take the January uh, 2022 lows, uh, which we shot up from. You saw January was a good one. And then we fell down in February. And I took that line and just kind of made sure that I crossed at least three, but I touched the October lows. And that, that big green bar down there, that's the October lows. Uh, on um, SPY at about 348, 347, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then I took a line and I crossed into January to, uh, and, and December 2023, crossed those lows. And then you can see where we hit kind of in March here, where we hit the trend line as well. And I just wanted to cross that up. So the question is, if we are in a bear market, this line hold, uh, holds true. So that October lows, if we're going to go back to trending down there, this line holds true. If we are in a bull market and we've switched and all of a sudden we're going for a run, then the later, the upward trend line takes precedence. And so that's providing you support right around 395, 396. I think a lot of technicians are talking about 395 to 398 as being a good support. So if we break that, then they're talking about um, down here at like 370 um, being a support. And that's kind of on SPY and, and looking at the S&P and its generals. Now, if we take a look at the Qs, it's kind of the same thing. It's just a little bit more dramatic. So I didn't go back to January. I took the March and, and you can see down here, you kind of cross here in October where again, it was around 240 something, 250 something in that area. But you can see we're kind of bouncing off it and we're just up it. So the question is, do we have more down? Do we have more up? Powell yesterday basically said, hey, we could go higher than what we predicted in December and we could go longer. So uh, that's what brought the market down. And so when we go back here, again, these trend lines are in here. I'm going to actually remove all the trend lines on SPY um, so we can see it. You had this buy-in on March 3rd at 402.98. And, and you're still in that. Even though you're at 398, you're still in this play because the MACD, when we look at the MACD here in the algorithm, it still hasn't crossed down. So quite simple, easy way to look at this. Um, you know, again, is October the low? 
is back here at 360, 340 something. Is that the low? Who knows? We're up above the 200 day if we go to a daily chart, which a lot of algorithms in the big money players look at. We're still above this 200 day. You had this golden cross right here, February 3rd. So the 200 day, you're still holding on to that 200 day. It's about 392. And so that 390 level, if you cross that 390 level, we could be going down significantly down to the 350, 360 area. This gap has been filled. This gap has been filled. You really don't have a lot that, that's guiding you in this. That's why Jay Powell is key and he, you know, higher for longer. That essentially is what he said yesterday that brought the market down. He's going to testify in front of the House today. It was the Senate yesterday. The House is today. And then Friday, we have the, uh, the, the February jobs report. <clears throat> and here's what you have to know. ADP came out a very strong jobs report today. Uh, and the futures kind of took it in stride. So does it, you know, it, we, we talk about in, in uh, you know, what your grandmother's making for Christmas dinner is already mar uh, priced in the stock market. So does the stock market have this priced in? It did not have, hey, we're going to go higher than we expected. Obviously, yesterday with a 1% loss, uh, when Powell said, hey, we're going higher than we probably uh, predicted with the strong job market, didn't have that priced in. That's why you saw the reaction. So uh, that's where I want to go from a, a, an overall standpoint. Again, I'll post the SPY this spy chart, I'll post this QQQ and the links down below. You can take a look at it. If you have TrendSpider, um, you can do those trend lines yourself. You can take a look at it. If you sign up for TrendSpider in the links below, I'll give you my algorithm. Um, you know, it, DSP25 is the 25% off code. You can look at that. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of green on our core portfolio, just scrolling up and down. Uh, one that I wanted to bring your attention to, because I believe I'm in the the red on this one, is Cleveland Cliffs. I think I bought it around twenty dollars ninety cents. It's at twenty eighty three in pre market. Um, it's had that button hook that I talk about all the time, but I want to make sure that you guys know I am not using the algorithm. I'm gonna have a stop loss in here, down here. If it breaks below twenty, I'm gonna add significantly amount more. Uh, I think that Cleveland Cliffs, again, with that RSI trending down at 47 and it kind of holding up here, I think 20 is your, your swing on this one. So Cleveland Cliffs, it's a recent purchase for me. I only put in about 10% of my total buy. So as it gets down to this level, I'm adding more. Simple as that. Um, crowd. Crowd strike. We don't have crowd. And I talk about this one. I have Palo Alto in the core portfolio, and they're both cybersecurity companies. Uh, CrowdStrike reported last night. I didn't kind of go over it yesterday. It's still a gamble because it's so expensive. They, they beat on earnings, 47 cents. You can see 36 cents here, 40 cents, and 47 cents. You can see they're beating on earnings. Um, they also announced a very, very good forward plan. Um, you know, expectations are really high on this one. They are up 5% at $130 per share. Uh, and the reason why I don't bring this one up is because they're not making money. Their forward PE is 62. Their price to sales is 14. Doesn't have a dividend. It's up 18% year to date. And so you can see where it's come from. 
Uh, I think my average purchase price on this one is around 150 or so. I have not added a bunch down here. I probably should. But the expense is what kills me. I believe in this company. I believe that when we get back to things, I'm not trying to tar uh, time it. I'm trying to make a long-term buy decision. And this and Palo Alto are the same ones. Now, Palo Alto, uh, their PE is 2,431. Their forward PE is 40. These guys have to grow significantly. This chart looks much healthier than CrowdStrike. That's why CrowdStrike, uh, on it, when you look at Finviz, CrowdStrike looks like it's an opportunity, but again, they're expensive. They're expensive. That's the basic thing. Uh, your your 52-week range is between 92 and 242. You're kind of right in the middle. But I do think that CrowdStrike has an opportunity. Their average target price uh, for the monkeys is 166. So they reported really good uh, earnings on that one. Uh, I want to take a look at Tesla. Um, because I've said, hey, Tesla, I think there's this gap down here between 147 and 155. I think we're heading down there. Now, it's at 187. Uh, it is down 1.2%. I'm sorry, it's at 185 pre-market. It closed at 187. Uh, you're just getting out of this 62% run. I think you're heading down towards here. Do we get to the 108, which is the gap on the daily, which is way back from like 2020 somewhere? Um, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're playing right here. It's putting up a pretty good support level here at about 180 to 200. And you've got this gap up here at 257. Now, again, this one's super expensive. It's never, never played on fundamentals. The PE is 51. The forward PE is 34. Doesn't have a dividend. So it, it, it's uh, pretty much off its, its 52-week uh, low is 101. And that was, you're 84% above that. It's 52-week high is 384. So you're 51% below that. I do think that at some point in time, you hit this 257. So if you wanted to buy it here, I wouldn't blame you. You just don't have confirmation. Uh, your RSI is at 40. It's trending downward. Um, we've seen this, this downward slide before. If you look here in December, where it was a, a buy at 185 right here, and it just slid all the way down. You could be seeing that same kind of trend. Uh, if we go and look, we look at a long term of this one, um, you're seeing that trend under the 200 day. Um, and then, you know, does that blast off happen? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I did. But Tesla, I wanted to make sure that you guys were up to date on that one as well. Um, daily chart, Boyle. Let's look at Boyle. Uh, I posted uh, on the um, private Facebook group and on Twitter a seasonality chart for Boyle. Um, I think Zephan asked me, hey, what does Boyle look like? You know, should we seasonally look at it? Blah, blah, blah. Well, you're in week 10 right now of the year. And you have a 58%. This goes back 11 years for Boyle. And it's week of the year. Uh, right now, you have 58% win. 58% win uh, rate for 11 years. Uh, next week, a 36% win rate. You're getting into a seasonally seasonal time uh, where you're kind of almost just in, you know, it's 11 years. So right now, you win five out of almost six out of uh, 11 times. Um, here. You, you win just about five, you know, maybe three, four times. It's a 30, 36%. So uh, <clears throat> the interesting one is week 43 of the year. Nothing, zero out of, uh, out of 11. 
your median change was minus 7%. Uh, your median change here is 0.83%. Next week, it's 0.48%. So it's not big moves, but for 11, uh, 11 years, you can kind of take a look at that. Uh, we are still in Boyle. Uh, I do think that Boyle $6 is your swing point. And I would have tight stop losses on your swing point here. It's trading at 619. Uh, I'm sorry, it closed at 619. It's trading at about 610. I would sit, if it were me, I'd probably, I wouldn't hold this overnight. And I definitely, with that seasonality chart, would not hold it over the weekend. So if you're looking at Boyle and you're about to ask me, uh, hey, should I get out of Boyle? Yes. Answer's yes. Just if, if you ask me, should I get out of Boyle? Absolutely 100%. Do not cause yourself any stress. Um, so I, I, I would be significantly uh, worried about a downturn on that one because I do think the trend brings you down to $2 a share, uh, between $2 and $4 a share. Uh, doesn't mean that we won't go and, and fill this gap up here at 14 or 12 if for some reason a pipeline bursts, if for some reason Russia shuts off their oil, if for some reason something like that happens, um, I, I think you'll see something like that. But yeah, you, you can't count on that. I wouldn't buy, you know, hold boil more than, you know, a 5% stop loss on that one. Because if, it, if it's down 5%, it's going to be down 10% and you can just buy back in and gain your 5% there. Uh, we had a question about Oracle, podcast favorite. They are reporting earnings, looks like tomorrow, March 9th, after the bell. Um, for me, I might buy in before this earnings. And, and, and the reason is, again, this is all priced into the market. The PE is expensive at 27. The forward PE is 15. The dividend is 1.45. Year to date, you're up 8%. The average share target price is 92 uh, the 52-week high is 91. You're only 3% off your 52-week high. Here's why I say I might buy into this one even with the extended. This is the first kind of hearing that we'll have as to their expectation of Uber. And if you didn't uh, know, uh, Oracle won the Uber business where they're going from on-prem servers to cloud servers. So all of the data now, when you go to your Uber app and it's pulling up data, it's all on-premise servers. And nobody does on-premise servers. But Travis Kalanick, who was the CEO of uh, Uber, didn't trust anybody, so he set it up as on-premise. They just never went to cloud. Well, now they're going to cloud. And there's two companies that they picked. There's Oracle and Microsoft. Uh, I think those are the two. Um, or it might be Oracle and Google. I'm not sure. But I know Oracle's the big one. Um, February 3rd, you can see a director sold. You can see an option exercise. This was an option exercise, $30.11. That just means that this dude got had options at $30.11. So he bought the stock at $30.11. Um, this one, uh, vice chairman, same guy, he sold at 82. So he optioned those, uh, those shares at $30.11. And he sold those same, same shares at 82. This is what makes me worry a little bit. These guys are, I mean, this is not pools in the backyard. Um, these are corporate, high-level corporate people who are selling up here in the 75 to 80 mark. So um, I'm just wondering, you know, is it worth it? I don't know. I'm a big believer in Oracle long-term. They are, them and Apple are the two 
that actually um, uh, provide, uh, they buy back their shares and they, they basically retire them. Uh, they don't give them out, blah, blah, blah. So that boosts your share price. So between those two, I think that, that Oracle for me, what would worry me is just bumping up against that 52-week high. Uh, one that I'm watching, and the reason why I'm watching it is because of the dividend. Uh, but Verizon, Verizon has kind of been la- lagging here. Uh, it got you in $38, um, and then it got you right back out with a 1% loss the next day. The MACD is just kind of hugging down here. Um, it's been down here before at 35, and it kind of ran up to 38, so you got your 10%. Um, your dividend date is coming up on April 6th. Uh, and the reason why I watch this is because you know, I looked at bond rates and, and bond rates. Here's, here's the, we looked at this all week. Um, even up, you know, the last couple of weeks, one year, us treasury, 5.34, uh, 5.34 for one year. And if you need the money, you can always sell it back out. But that's, if you just hold for one year, the worst that you'll get is 5.34%. That's really, really good. Now here, Verizon, if you want to buy Verizon, with the RSI at 32, which means it's oversold, which means you're bound to get it, you know, up. You know, the algorithm ha- has some RSI stuff built in here. Um, you know, well, I'm sorry, it doesn't build in. But for me, I always look at the RSI. And if it's under 40, I'm like, eh, maybe I want to buy it. Uh, the MACD is down there. Uh, it is a capital expensive business. Building out 5G is capital expense. So I, I have no doubt in my mind this could come back down to 35 here. You just have no confirmation right now, uh, but I have my eye on it. And the reason I have my eye on it, 6.88% dividend. Doesn't mean that it's going to continue. They could cut that dividend and say, hey, we're going to put more money into our uh, network. The second they do that, though, I mean, shit, the street's just going to destroy them. Uh, right now, December, oh, there were three upgrades in December and one in October. Uh, the average target price is 44. You're trading at 37. So uh, the algorithm has does, doesn't have you in, has you out, but I'm keeping my eye on it. I like that one. So let's talk about some of the uh, the cross-ups. And again, you know, I said this yesterday, but I'm going to say it again. Patience in this market. You don't have to make money today. If you don't know where a stock's going um, and you don't have confirmation that you you think it's going to go up, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Cleveland Cliffs is a perfect example. I have, I have confidence that this one at some point in time is going to be 30. I just don't know when. I'll buy more if it goes down. Uh, you know, I didn't blow my entire load on there. If I need to you know, sell it at a stop loss, if I lose 5% on this and I think it's going to go down 10%, I'll just sell it. Um, take the loss and then buy back in. Or I'll take my money and go somewhere else and write that loss off. Some of our scans... Costco, 488.63. God, I wish it would have bought this after earnings where it dipped down to 470. But 488.63, it's trading at 485. It's down uh, slightly today, but yesterday 488.63 is the the price that it's going to um, figure out that. This one makes you 42% over uh, two years uh, with the algorithm, buying and selling. There are 21 positions. If you would have just bought and held, you'd make 47%. It's been a good stock. Uh, they have a small dividend, nothing huge, um, 0.74%. The average target price is 547. I say anything under 500, go and get it. 
anything over 500, I think you can sell it. Uh, there's no membership increase. They have increased costs, blah, blah, blah. The hot dog will remain the same. Nothing crazy. Um, with yesterday's uh, Powell kind of ru ruling, uh, Ultra Pro Short Mid Cap SMDD, Sam Michael David David. Uh, this is one that shorts the, the mid cap. We, it's a secondary cross up. We had the initial cross up here on February 7th at 1699. You're trading at 1847 and you're trading in this ascending triangle and it got another cross up. So the RSI is at 58. It's a little bit extended. Do I think you can get up here to 20? I don't think so. I think something's going to happen where this one just, you know, mid caps come back. I think it's a, it's a, it's a little bit expended. Uh, same with short of the um, uh, Russell 2000 SRTY. This is ultra pro. So it's triple levered. We had the same February 7th cross up here at 39.62. You're at 43.69. So uh, it's a secondary cross up. Same kind of thing. Again, we talk about triple levered, double levered, blah, blah, blah. Airbnb crossed up. This is one that I don't think you wind up buying up here, even though I think this will be a long-term winner. Uh, I just rented an Airbnb for March 18th, I think I'm going on vacation, uh, in Virginia. Uh, we're going hiking up in the, uh, the Smokies. So, uh, along the Appalachian trail, I believe, but yet yeah, 12806. It's a little bit expensive in my mind. You can look at the October lows down here at 85. You're well above your 200 day. I mean, let's, let's see where we are in the 200 day. If you come down to this 200 day, you're 18%, 17% uh, above your 200 day, kind of expensive to me. I'd wait for that one, but you do have the golden cross. You have a, a moving uh, 200 day that's moving positive. Everything's moving positive on this one. It's just expensive. Um, but, you know, again, the, the question that I have is if you're staying in hotels and not using Airbnb, do not buy Airbnb. Motley Fool has an article right here, two no-brainer growth stocks to buy right now. They say Airbnb. The PE is 45. The forward PE is 31. Can they grow into that? Eh, year-to-date, you're up 48%. I mean, that's a pretty good return uh, if you had bought in January. Uh, so they had a, a cross-up. Another one, um, uh, the trading desk. We talk about, I, I know I talk about the trading desk a lot. I like this company. Uh, this one is a secondary cross-up, and it's crazy because the secondary cross-up is significantly lower than the first cross-up. The first cross-up was here right after earnings at 62.53. You immediately drop down. You still have a gap down here at $50, but this secondary cross-up happens up here at 57.65. That's essentially, you know, again, the RSI is high at 56, so... You might have a, a little bit of uh, risk down here to 50. I would hold a very tight stop loss on this because while it does have confirmation right now, if it dips below this and comes down to the 200-day, which is at 50, uh, I, you know, you're losing, what, 12 15% somewhere in that neighborhood? Um, so maybe buy a put if you think it's going to go down. You know, protect yourself a little bit. Uh, but yeah. So Powell's uh, saying something today to the, the House. Yesterday was the Senate. Today's the House. I wouldn't expect too much from that. It's going to be more of the same. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to blow the market up again. 
as far as the futures go, let me look on the CNBC app. And just so you know, you can go to the CNBC app, uh, hit markets. Yeah, the futures are up a little bit. Nothing crazy, but they're up a little bit. I wouldn't expect today to be the huge, uh, huge uh, mover that yesterday was. Yesterday was just bad, but we had been in a rally. Disney's under 100. Um, uh, Boeing is at 208. Bank of America is at 32. Uh, you know, uh, Goldman Sachs is at 346. Um, you know, I talked about Goldman Sachs having that cross up. It got you right out after 3555. Bank of America, let's see, did that one get you out as well? Yeah, got you right out. But the yesterdays, a lot of the cross ups that we had earlier in the week, they just got you out. Google, you're still doing fine. Uh, Google didn't get you out. Google still got a good cross up. If you listen to the algorithm at $90.67, you're fine. I need to add more to Google. I, again, I think anything under 100 on Google is great. Talked about Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is at $60.20. We had a cross-up at 60.12. I said anything under 60, you can absolutely buy. Their ex-dividend date's coming up here March, uh, March 16th. So there, there's opportunity out there um, for the long term. If you're looking short term, I'd be a little bit you know, skeptical of the short term. Because I, the jobs report on Friday is going to be key. If we have a super, super strong jobs report, you're going to get screwed. I mean, if that comes in at like, you know, 300,000 new jobs, um, 300,000 plus, I mean, you're going to get screwed. You're just going to get screwed. Uh, target at 162. I, I still think this one gets up to that 211 gap um, that we see back here. If I pull this back. Um, a little bit, do, 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 do this one right here, 211, 213. I think that one gets there. VOO, you just had a cross up on VOO, uh, at 370, you're at 366. Like I said, I don't know that 370 is your entry point. I think it's 361 is more your entry point. I'm gonna buy more of that when it hits its 200 day. I've been waiting for it to get to two or under the 200 day for me to pull the trigger. Uber. 3415. I've been waiting for this one to get under uh, 30. I don't know that I'm ever going to get that again. Um, but I'm, I'm holding out hope. Oh, you know what? Uh, before I leave, Kurthic wanted me to look at some. And that, you just reminded me looking at this. SPG, Kurthic said, what's your take on SPG? SPG, we had the uh, buy-in here uh, at 122.57. You're trading at 120. Now, SPG, their uh, ex-dividend date is coming up March 9th. And if we go over here, I like SPG. SPG's PE is 18. Their forward PE is 19. They have a 6% dividend, 5.95. They're up 2%. So if over one year you're down 11%, but you made half of that back on the dividend, 6%. So uh, I do like SPG. I just am not sure that I like it at this level. Um, I do think that closer to the 200 day at 117, you could probably get it at that. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Uh, but SPG, I would, I would be looking at that one. He also asked me about SLG. I don't know what SLG is. Uh, SL Green. Ooh, that's a falling knife. Uh, I think it's a REIT. It does have a buy-in here at $34.92. It's trading at $32.92. But SLG is, uh, yeah, REIT, 10% dividend. You're going to lose your 10%. I mean, look at that one year. You're just going to loot. You, you can be buying it for the dividend. It's not making money. Uh, they're just paying out everything on their dividend. 
And when they cut the dividend, boom, that stock just crashes. Uh, Main, M-A-I-N, which is Main Street Capital Corporation. Uh, this one looks a little bit better. Your, your buy-in was at $39.55. You've crossed your ex-dividend date, so you don't have a dividend. Uh, let's see. I think this one probably is a REIT as well. Uh, financial asset management, 6.5% uh, PE, uh, I'm 6.5% dividend. Um, you're kind of crossing close to your 52 week highs of 45. Um, your average target price is 43. You're right there. It's just too expensive. In my mind, you've passed your ex dividend date. No reason to buy it now. Nothing. You'll come back down uh, if you like that one. Uh, AGNC. Uh, right now, it looks like it's trending toward its 200-day at 10.13. The buy-in is at 10.63. Um, this chart looks a little bit interesting, but I would be worried about this gap down here, 8.65 to 8.91. Uh, what do they do? Let's see. Uh, AGNC, they're not making money. It's a re 13.6% um, is the dividend. I, I mean, I, again, I'd be worried about any REIT I've always looked at. I'm just worried they give you um, uh, AG's latest rating from JP Morgan and Company, setting target price at 1250 with a rating of overweight. Yeah, JP Morgan just put it overweight and their price target is 1250. So you're trading at 1059. Um, when's the dividend? You've passed your dividend date. Eh, looks like you did have the golden cross here. If you get up to $12, it's great. I mean, you had this run. From October, uh, where you had a 38% gain, plus you got three dividends in there of, of what? Almost a 13% dividend with a 38% gain on the algorithm. So this was a good one. I don't know, you know whether it's great or not, but uh, you know, again, REITs, eh, take them or leave them. I think they just give their money away in, in the dividend. So you can take that out. They're just not putting it back in. Uh, but... Uh, Karthik, that was a good one. And by the way, anybody uh, watch, watch if you want to go to MLS.com, you can watch a dog in Philadelphia come out onto the field and chase the ball. They stopped the game. It was great. It was fantastic. Uh, I emailed uh, my, my MLS guys. I said, that was the, you know if I was at that game, I'd be cheering, cheering like crazy. You guys should make that happen almost every, every game where a dog comes out. That should be the honorary mascot for uh, every MLS game where the dog comes out and plays with the ball. Okay, uh, if you made it this far, hit the five stars. Uh, just rate me, if you would. Uh, R-A-T-E, rate me. Uh, if you uh, aren't on YouTube, just gentleman's agreement. I mean, you made it this far. Just go over to YouTube and hit the subscribe button. I don't care if you ever watch YouTube. Uh, the charts that I, I mentioned are down below, uh, the links to them. If you want to sign up for TrendSpider, DSP25 is the code to get 25% off. If you pay more than $30 a month for your phone service, click on the link tree below. There also is a link for Visible. They are a sponsor of the podcast. Just go below, click on the link, check out their service. I personally have Visible. I pay 30 bucks a month for the service. I have enjoyed it. I, I go on 10-mile walks every day uh, using my data plan to stream either CNBC or a podcast. Um, I absolutely love it. I get 5G. You guys that are paying 7, 50, 60, 70 bucks, I mean, you're just wasting your money. 30 bucks a month. I don't get downgraded. Uh, there's no degradation of signal. 
I'm next to people who have Verizon who pay 70, 80 bucks a month, and it's the same freaking service, same exact service. So go down there, click on the link, sign up. I think you get a seven day trial. Either you get a seven day trial of uh, TrendSpider, I know that. I think even Visible has a seven day trial. Port your number over. You can get an eSIM if you have a um, eSIM phone, just get an eSIM and you can try it out. I think they gave me two weeks free, but I don't know if they still do that. But again, if you're paying anything more than 30 bucks a month for your service, just get, get over to Visible. Um, if you have any questions, hit me up, join our private Facebook group, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Let's hope Powell doesn't blow up the markets because right now everything's in the green, slightly in the green, but everything's in the green. So, and Boyle's at 612. We started out and it was at six. So take care. See you tomorrow.